Okay. Go for it. All right. Here we go. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. And we're live. Uh, welcome to the Undone Show. I am your host, Undone. Taking advantage of my green screen this this week, but too much too much green screen shit. Uh, still here in Puerto Rico, and uh, we're gonna have a full show today. Nice. Not from Puerto Rico. We're gonna have a show from uh, East Coast. Where this weekend they're gonna be having uh, Gene Traders, which is uh, right up my alley because that's uh, what I do. And uh, I wanted to interview a few people from that. I'm going to talk to Lou Pino, organizer. Uh, we may have Shamal in the in the world and in the uh, works. We'll see. Uh, we're going to have Fresh Coast Genetics, Green Team Genetics, and Eternal Cultivar. So I think we're having all three. We'll see. Uh, we're definitely having a couple. That's for sure. Hard to round them all up, but it's going to be a good weekend. Uh, some some. Uh, Genetics being traded, which is you know, best thing ever for for any area, is to get lots of uh, new fresh things. Right. Uh, I'm also I'm also going. What's up? Oh, nothing. Nope. I was just agreeing oh, with you. Okay. I'm also going to uh, personally be in Saint Croix on the same day, doing a uh, sort of forum with uh, Senator Positive Nelson who uh, spearheaded the legalization for, uh, for Medvedler, which just passed a couple weeks ago. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to go talk to them, hang out at Alfie's uh, Club, which is Cloud9, old Cloud9 Ultra Club. Sounds good. I'm, not, I'm looking forward to that. That's, so I'll be there on Sunday, same day, the 17th. Gene Traders is going to be going down uh, in Connecticut. And uh, so we're going to talk to those guys in a bit. And, uh, like I said, also Shamal, who was supposed to call in last week, but he was busy. Now he's busy again, but he says he is going to call in. So we're going to get him possibly calling in and his buddy Sean. We will, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, I will be, uh, floating around here for a bit. This is my (laughs) new look, I think, for a while. We'll see. It's, uh. It works. I like the know? floating head yeah. look for you, man. It it works for you. It works. It's uh yeah, it's it's a lot easier on the on what to wear, you know, you're just like boom. Got all the all the things I need. Um let's do let's go do the right away with blast out on all the fucking sponsorship. All right. Take care of that and then uh give those guys a call and get the show started after that. All right. Uh, Start right out of the gate. Yeah. 
with New Millennium, of course. Uh, New Millennium Nutrients dot com. If you want to check them out, right out of the gate is uh, you know I've been working with these guys for a couple of years. Great formula, easy to work with, seasonal based, which makes it nice. Uh, you know, quite easy to figure that out. And uh, you know, just the fact that they've actually these guys all understand how large large scale operations work. You know, everything is dosatron friendly. You can just you know. Go, take take your time. If you're actually a running facility, run the numbers. You'll be real surprised. It's very cost effective, first of all, but it's also just you know it just creates real fire. Wow, I can't believe how loud this noise is from outside. You guys catch any of this noise? It's the first time I've ever heard it, but it's like there's like somebody's blasting no, outside. I, I, it's not really coming through too bad over here. That's good. Very good. Like, some super loud music. <laughs> but, uh, nice. uh, so New Millennium Nutrients, we're going to have, uh, Jaron probably back on the show soon and Cole. It's been a while, so we'll definitely get those guys come through. Uh, yeah, but like I said, it's, it's nice to see they get some traction now and start to see some people all over the place getting great results. I know that really, the kid was using it. The kid is now. I saw he was hashtagging him the other day, so I see he's uh, he's gotten on the the Adam Dunn show deal. Like he's like, huh? Nice. Check that out. But yeah, the kid is using it. Um, a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of good, lot of facilities that I've been seeing, and they've been getting some great results. So check out newmillionmutuals dot com. Tell them, tell them you want the done deal. They'll figure it out when they when they get it. get that done deal. Um, next. Uh, Obviously, is our buddies over at Incredibles mm-hmm. the best the best edibles here, the best edibles anywhere that they're available. They're uh, you know they're one of the most sort of consistent, which is the key to the whole thing is like consistency. And uh, if you uh, compare them to all the other companies, or their success is based on the fact that they produce their own product, they uh, you know make their own extraction machines, so they're pretty much covering all bases. And uh, they, on top of that, you know, like are producing the most consistent flavors and, and, and also not even flavors, but products because they're now into, into uh, body care products, which if I had a body would be great. But yeah, but you don't, so you can't, I can't use it. I can't, do a bath, I can't really use a bath bomb effectively as normal. Cause Man, I... I picked kind of up bubbling around. I picked up some uh, some of their petrol pack and the Jelly Bean Thirteen uh, live resin. It is delicious. Probably huh? two tasty, two tastiest grams same I have on me right now. Exactly, and same uh, Jelly that won the uh, ADSI, same cut, Jelly Thirteen. So that's why, it's like, flavor. That's a, a flavor pack flying with that one in particular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have you know great flavors and. Again, consistent, which is all you want. Go to uh, iloveincredibles.com. Check them out on, online. Look at their store finder. If you're in Colorado, it's pretty much everywhere. <clears throat> if you're in, check out the other states that they're rolling into. Uh, yeah, I never, I don't have a list in front of me because uh, I'm just uh, out here floating around in Puerto Rico. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, but yeah, check them out. Uh, and you'll you'll be you'll be gladly uh, you'll be glad that you did it for sure. So uh, also 
some of our buddies over at the uh, uh, Build It Soil, mm-hmm. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. He's another guy who's coming to the show soon. Keep missing him. Missed him last time he came through. Then we're at the shows. Didn't even see him at the show. Like later on, I realized I was like, oh, I know exactly because he, he's always been tucked away in the corner and he has this little weird corner spot. And I, I never go there. So, <laughs> like, like yeah. Corner. But uh, Jeremy's the man. If you want uh, the best in IPM, the best in uh, like no-till amendments, uh, hard to find things. Uh, he's your he's your guy. Like I mean, pretty much when you look at his stuff and you compare it to a normal grow shop, you might see one or two items that probably came from him if you're in this area. Right. But for the most part, almost everything he has, except for the soil and stuff. But in general. Uh, he has really hard to find products. He has also, uh, you know, good essential oils, good IPM products, and also real knowledgeable staff, which is the most important part. You know, so if you give them a call, you will, uh, you know, get always good service. Uh, again, knowledgeable. So if you need anything, call eight five five eight seven seven soil. Talk to a human, uh, or just go to buildsoil.com. I was listening today to some to the automation, uh, the new Joe Rogan one, with the or the one that's the newest one, but the one before the newest one. The newest one's great, right? Yeah, that's that's the pot debate that I sent you, right? Yeah, I was really good. We'll talk about that after. That's worth uh, mentioning. Yeah, for sure. But build a soil, build a com. Again, throw the done deal. Jeremy hasn't really confirmed what he would be doing, but when enough people do it, it just happens. It just starts to become a, a regular thing. Uh, so, yeah, definitely hit them up, 855-777-SORA or com And get the and, done deal. Uh, get the done deal, of course. And uh, right after that, we got Mr. Wallace Wow. Ron Wallace. com for your... Uh, Again, your rhizosphere, your no-till. If you're uh, if you're looking to build your soil up, uh, he's the man you want to talk to anyway. World record holder for for. Uh, it's so funny right now. Every bug in the world is coming to life because they know I'm on the show. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? No. You don't hear that? Wow, it's amazing. I heard like a loud like thump a second ago. Thumps? No, there's no thumps here. No, I just heard one thump, and that was about uh, it. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's like a, I'm in the deep in the jungle right now, so it's like <laughs> those cookies and there's these little buzz things going off right now. They just know I'm on the show. So it's going down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ron Wallace is uh, your man for your register, and he's, uh, you know, like again, a one-man show who just crushes every year. He, he always... Is in the top of his uh, of his league when it comes to pumpkins. He's uh, totally open to the cannabis world. He's enjoying cannabis customers coming to him with their inquiries, and he loves to figure it out for you. And again, like he's he is the the man when it comes to soil. So give Ron a call, or actually, I should say, give him a, hit him up online at wallacefile.com. Throw the done deal at him. He'll know what to do. And Green Farms. Uh, Green Farms doing big things right now. I've uh, talked to talked to the man himself, JW, and 
Green Farms uh, Feed and Seed is rocking and rolling, and uh, they are, yeah, they're getting some, they're really expanding all their, their brands and uh, their, their worms, the Rasta worms and all those are, are, are really catching on right now. So, uh, yeah, they're definitely on the, on, on the rise when it comes to the uh, organic uh, input here in Colorado. Also, uh, if you happen to be in Colorado Springs, you go by there and you're, and you're a medical patient. I know, again, I'm getting specific. Uh, but in general, you will uh, you will uh, be gladly gladly uh, and surprised, I should say, glad and surprised that they have uh, full no-till on the shelf all the time, which is uh, a hard to find thing. You know, someone actually putting it, putting it putting it to work. You know, when it's and it takes a while, so it's one of those things where in the beginning they they had you know. Very slow start, and it's hard to keep up. And I think now they're finally getting into their stride, and you should go support them if you're if you happen to be one of those thin slice of people that are medical in the springs or in the area of the springs, they're willing to drive to the springs, and uh, yeah, you can go to the shop one day. Yep. Uh, so you go to greenfarms.co if you want to check out their website, and uh, again, if you're into organic. Growing into organic living, give them a give them a, a look because they are one of Colorado's few and far between that actually do it. Some of the best talk about it. Mm. And oh. doing it. See you now. Yeah. Yep. See you now. See you here now. Doing it. Like I say, always doing it. Uh, yeah. Again, they're just. Crushing the game, getting every. Uh, have, I know they got a whole bunch of new products in from everybody. I, I oh, don't know yeah. what's in front of me, but you do. I know you do. So yeah, new strains from Archive, from Bog, some Swamp Boy seeds, Ethos new strains in a restock, uh, Dirty Water organic seeds, twelve new strains, new strains and restock from Thug Pug. Yeah. Okay, um, let me check. I may have to. Uh, I have to disappear for a second, literally. Oh. Literally. Oh. One second. Okay. back <laughs> and i'm back sweet yeah you just floated right on in there i did not in there um hold on yeah do you want me to start calling anyone yeah one second i'm gonna uh i'm gonna uh send you over thing now send me a what I'm gonna send you over some number, some 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 names right now that I just got. So it must be the freshest, the freshest names. All right, <laughs> you're sending email or text? Text. Okay. All right. So there. 
is my latest my latest messages in a screenshot, so did you get it? Not yet. It's just an episode of you and me looking at our phones. All right, here we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, so so I think that's uh, your, that's your boy Lou. Okay. Cool. What's going on there? Oh, nothing. I didn't. Cool. I thought I didn't. Okay. You want me to call him now? <laughs> yeah. All righty. Yeah, give him a call. All right, we'll Since, start off uh, with that. I only am ahead. I can only do so much, my friend. And, before, and as you're calling and checking, don't forget, one month from now, ADSI, Spain, Treasure. You're going to be there, MTI, KTI. Yeah. Aha. Right. Ah, there he is. Two greens and a blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. We're looking good. It works together. You're a real. You're ahead with body. I'm just ahead. <laughs> How's life, my friend? Uh, exhausted, man. Just trying to finish up. You know everything for the event. It's just um, you know. <laughs> Just trying to make sure all the details are done. How's you? You still Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, how is uh, it? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's rough. That's what's up. I got the cookies outside and I'm in the jungle, so. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. yeah. Um, so, this is. So, you've, you've done a bunch of events, so it's not like this, is, this isn't your first rodeo, obviously. Oh, no, no, no. I've been doing events for the past 18 years. I started with the radio stations. I was a professional director. I worked for marketing. And then I got into uh, with uh, cannabis customers. Hey, Adam, can you turn on your speaker yeah. a little bit? Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's getting, we're starting to get some echo there. I can go way down. Okay, yeah. How's that? Is that good? That works. Uh, yeah, and then I started with, um, you know, uh, Cannabis All-Stars the second year. That's the first time I met you. And then I started, you know, doing some other events, and I created Gene Traders. And um, this is our third year now. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, the the, 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 um, the whole idea of doing stuff on the East Coast is already rough because it's like uh, you're a small group in a place that's, always pretended to be anti but now all of a sudden of course you know they take it full advantage of of it of course but at the same time growing up there i always knew that it was like it wasn't like the place like cali or colorado or any place that you know kind of for at least for a little while like colorado felt the snap when all the events started getting raided and people had assholes you know like colorado had a little moment in the sun but it didn't last you know Cali doesn't give a shit, just does it, always has. But even they got kind of sort of, I would say, slapped down in the last few years as far as, like, now they understand regulation, things are, you know, the noose is tightening, things are getting weird. But uh, when it comes to uh, East Coast, it's like they're just figuring it out. Like, they don't even know, you know, like, there's only been a small group of people doing good things. The rest have been just kind of like, 
they didn't, they, yeah, they were closet, you know, closet stoners maybe, but they weren't necessarily, uh, you know, out there fighting the fight. Yo, yo, look at this. Going? They got their blue on. Isn't this? Isn't ah, this? he's cold. Like <laughs> How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you, Adam? Can we pull the bandwidth? Yeah. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, just talking to Lou. Introduce, introduce yourself just because I, I don't know everybody's faces at this point. So I'm Eternal Cultivars. Oh, nice. And uh, so you're obviously in the New England area. How long have you been, how long have you, been you know, breeding or growing or getting into this? So the whole breeding thing, I'm kind of new to it. I've only been doing it for a couple of years, but I've been growing for almost seven years now. So the last couple, I started working with a couple of crosses and seeing what genetics hold and how they transfer over when you pollinate things. So, how uh, what, what kind of starting material did you work with? Because I mean, that's kind of where, as a breeder, I think even when I was younger, I kind of like figured out quickly that I was like, you know what. I got to do something that I can follow that I know is mine. That way I don't just, cause I worked at Sensi Seeds. And so I didn't want to use any of their stuff because I worked there. Right. I thought it's too easy. You know what I mean? It's like going to your grandmother's kit- kitchen and grabbing all her ingredients and being like, see that bitch. Yes, exactly. Food. You're like, yeah, <laughs> I went to your grandma's kitchen. You didn't even like go out to a store or find it yourself. You just like, no, exactly. She has all the best quality shit because she figured it out. You know what I mean? And right. breeding is sort of like that now, where it's sort of already done for a lot of people. But did you have anything like left out of left field, or did you start anything that was just a little bit weird that you could kind of track? Um. So one thing that I'm working on now and taking down a few further generations is um, my sourdough line that I'm trying to create and create into a parent line. Um, the mail I used was actually given to me. Um, I had some seed stock given to me from a friend who used to run a shop out in San Diego. And it was the staple in-house strain was labeled um, Super Sour OG. So he gave me the last like 15, 20 seeds. And from looking through some of the females and I knew I wanted to keep a male and take some of those genetics and carry it over. Um, so that's kind of what I'm focusing on now and trying to create my own flavor, my own, my own lane. But this... Eventually taking it to a parent line is what I like to do. See how far I can go down to get as stable as possible. And consistent, I should say. Are you growing commercially or are you just growing uh, at home? Yeah, just as a patient, small time, just trying to get my way in the door and see what I can come up with and see if I can patch some genes along. And Yeah, because, I mean, we're in a weird time period now where it's like, you know, it's almost like uh, I'm I'm happy I did what I did when I did it because now I can kind of like see things that I know that there wasn't as much competition going on. So like, right. if I see a bubble gum, even if I even if it's serious seeds, I gave it to serious seeds, so I know that it's all the same. You know, what I mean, it's, it should all right. be the same sort of where it's coming from. You know, right. In the end, they, their their version is a little different than my version now because they use a different male along the way and. You know, things things went their own way, but as far as the original whatever they had and the original what I have is the same. So, so that's always fun to watch because that's one of those strains that got everywhere. You know what I mean? And now, now it's like 
it's it's like the radiuses are getting smaller again. They went from getting huge to getting bigger and bigger, and like now they're getting almost in a weird way smaller and smaller because there's so many breeders I've never heard of. <laughs> like I'm just like, holy shit, this is like a everybody became a DJ overnight. You know what I mean? Like you're like, there was no DJs yesterday, and now there's seventeen thousand DJs, but they're all playing the same music. You know what I mean? That's right. kind of where the comparison in a weird way goes um do you have any partners i do not that's good that's the downfall of everybody as a partner so that's a good thing <laughs> no that's a good thing that's uh, good. Yeah, most like, no. people try to work with a partner when it comes to breeding it's really hard because there's this whole like ownership weirdness which who wants know, to take control and yep yeah because everybody thinks that it's worth a million, millions of dollars, and it's not. You know, I mean, it's like at the end, you know, if, if there's two people think they're going to get more out of it than the other person, then you know. Anyway, that's good. So, so stay, stay solo. <laughs> that's my, yes, that's yes. my recommendation. <laughs> stay solo, my friend. Um, the hype too, like you end up getting some of those hype genetics. People just end up being after just one, 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 and like some other ones end up getting ignored. Um, uh, I tend to, I tend to like. Unless there's a lot of proof, you well, know. I think it, if you have a, if you have an innate, what? You guys there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. It all oh. stopped for a second, so I didn't know what was going on. That's all. Uh, yeah, it seems like sometimes, like, um, like I think, like almost any product, you know, once it becomes popular, they. Uh, it, you don't end up it's too much being pumped out if like the quality control isn't really there you know people because they get excited and a lot of people are buying their thing they want to pump out pump out pump out pump out and you end up getting like premature semi-white you know you know, what I, you, know, you know what I would compare it, what I would compare it to is like <clears throat> when you grow from seed and you're on your own you know what I mean you do your own thing you might not get super popular right away because people just don't get it but your friend who grows all the hype strains, he's making more money than you, let's say, right out of the gate. But at the end, what happens is he gets into a price war because now everyone's got Gorilla Glue and everyone's trying to grow the glue better than the other glue. So it's like, whose glue is the best glue? You know what I mean? And like that, you know, Blue Dream for California, like glue for the rest right now, it's all peaking out to the point where you can only grow it so good, you know, so occasional people might do a better job. I know there's guys who grow very good, but it's like, it's gotten to that point where you're like, it's the prices are, are just, it's a big price war, you know? So the way I look at it is I'd rather have, it's not about money, but I'd just rather have my stuff be worth more to me and be worth more to everybody just because I'm the only guy that has it or you're, you know what I mean? Or whoever is the only person who has that. So I'm a seed sort of, leaning person when it comes to anything i'm like i think everyone should try to grow their own seeds not work with it and make their own cuts i mean i have nothing against cuts but just don't take other people's cuts and then build your entire library off of that cut you know what i mean because to me that's a little bit like uh, you know i think it's almost better just to get your own stud or your own you know thing that people know you for if it's a female you know but in the long run, just have something that's a little bit like niche, you know what I mean? That's got 
because East Coast is 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 so hard to hit it. You know what I mean? Everybody there is so so. If you get your friend, if your friends all say it's something's fire because they were all just like stupid from it, you know that shit works. You know what I mean? Whereas a lot of other places, they can get away with a little bit. You know, but you don't get away with as much there. You know, so it's a little we. I think that one right now that people are, it's, I don't know if it's going away just yet, but everybody's been all over the purple punch, which honestly, I'm, I'm just not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I wasn't repressed and I really wasn't, uh, I still don't really understand why it's so popular and like, I, 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 I'm not sure about that one. And I smoked it from a few different people and it, it didn't impress me either, any of them. Maybe, maybe those people didn't like that, but it just, uh, it wasn't something that, you know, I know that was you were going to keep hearing about, like, Gorilla Glue. I know Gorilla Glue is one of those staples that, you know, now she's made a good solid name for herself and well, she'll I be think, around for a little I think like, it's a combination of, of, it's a great, it is a good plant. I mean, it's a great, great, simple, it's pretty easy to grow, you know, and it's, um, what it does, it does cross pretty good. It's pretty, I mean, it's not super stable, stable. I wouldn't call it, like, the you know, it's got its own quirks, but... It has uh, an ability to cross out real well. You know what I mean. So if you fuck up and you seed it, those seeds tend to be pretty good. Like people are like, whoa, look at these things. I made. You know, so it's like it's not the worst plant in the world to work with. But yeah, I, I you know, unless I work directly with those guys. But then you know, they're the whole way that the strain came about is not so stable to begin with. You know what I mean. So it's like it's one of those things where you're like, eh, it's okay. I'd rather just go work with something, get some, you know, sourdough myself and just make my own crosses off of that, you know, because that's where it all, I think that's where all the magic for that plant came from in the first place is the sourdough part of it, you know, because that's where the the deep, you know, that's, so I just go for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, the East Coast loves that gas. They love, the East Coast loves gas. I think you just said, you know, that like from the, the East Coast sour diesel, sour diesel, AJ sour diesel, all that stuff. Really like just embedded it like up to this day that you know it just if it's it's got it's a genetic it's like in the genes now it's literally yeah in the genes. For sure so so uh, tell me a little bit about the event I mean we're gonna we have a we have a while obviously to talk but uh, this is your first gene trader or your first one at this place. This is the first one at this place. Uh, the first, uh, this is I ended up uh, starting off in Rhode Island dealing with medical patients at the Tetro Hydro Club. Uh, our second year last year, we actually went to Massachusetts and started dealing with the recreational homegrowers. Uh, we did a, a whole bunch of events around Massachusetts. And this year, we're going to start in Connecticut and kind of jump around to different states, too, as well. Um, so, yeah, this is not our first one. It came from just uh, myself actually needing, you know, a variety of, 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 of cultivars for different types of patients. And, of course, you know, trying to get it online, it makes it a little bit like not enough information was uh, that I could have as far as, you know, do I really need to work her? She's tall. She's short. You know, very vague type of description. So to have somebody with the seeds or knowledge of growing that specific cultivar right in front of you where you can ask that one-on-one question, those little nuances, it was like, okay, I would love to know that. So I would love to go to an event like that, but it didn't exist. So I had to throw it myself. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's, it's funny cause I, I always like, uh, as a breeder, 
I always like to have those uh, when I go to any place new that I wasn't really thinking about, and I just happened to have some seeds with me. People go nuts. I'm like, ah, you know, because you weren't like you're not at a show or you're not. And then you get to these little tiny small towns or something, and I just would always leave seeds here, there, and everywhere, just as much as possible. Many, you know, <laughs> with fucking Jordan, you know, here, here's a bunch of seeds. Come back a year later, like, you know, who knows who? And now I see, but now I see people popping up all over East Coast. Change crosses, you know what I mean, which are the ones that I left with him last time. So it's, it's fun to see because it's like you're, you leave your mark, you know. Um, yeah. Back to uh, back to your your growing hydro or you're growing soil. What's your what's your preferred? Oh, uh, me, I do soil. Yeah, but I was asking. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me, Adam? <laughs> Eternal, yeah. What was your what was your preferred growing method? Um, I started in um, soil, like true soil itself, and ran into some issues. But then I switched over to ProMix with the soilless medium. Kind of gave me a close feel to what hydro can do, but still gives me a little more reserve and don't have to go crazy yeah. trying to keep the plants fed and less maintenance, I feel like, with soilless compared to just a true hydroponic medium. I've worked in cocoa. Yeah, I've done yeah. a few cocoa runs. Um, I don't mind it, but to me, I, soilless is what I've always stuck with. It's 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 easy to bounce around a little bit. Um, you can kind of play with it. You can you're not too worried about it. Uh, right. It kind exactly. Of like soil in a, in a, it's got a soil-like feeling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if you can. Uh, well, you're but you're growing. From when you when you do breeding stuff, in in my opinion, a lot of times the only problem with soilless and during breeding is that you're kind of like you're you're rushing them sometimes when you should let them just fucking just eat how they should normally eat through the normal yeah, ecosystem. Just take the time and, and make those seeds better than than push it on a on a on a schedule where you're like you know nine weeks in and you're flushing it out even right right yeah no i have a totally yeah this is a different approach when i go to pollinate and create seed opposed to just a flower room so i do um i use some dry amendments within it i'll use some stuff from dem they're fat flowers and they're lush um they're green so i'll I'll cut that in every now and then when i'm doing transplants and that type of thing to help hold it over but it's definitely you are right it is a different game from trying to push through it trying to clean the plant out and just Deplete it of all its nutrient when you need those extra weeks for that. Well, I've had, had a lot of guys uh, in Holland because everybody grows hydro there. They're really like for them, for them, uh, uh, like cocoa is the number one growing technique. So everyone's growing cocoa. Okay. So a lot of guys would want to make seeds for me. They make them on cocoa, and they'd be really thin, like the the outer. Like a lot of times they weren't quite as thick. The seeds they weren't quite. As, it was almost like organic versus like organic tomatoes versus fucking hydro right. tomatoes where they looked really good, but they didn't have the vitality. Like all of a sudden they were kind of like weird and wimpy and they broke and, you're, and you could squeeze them and they would break instead of being like tough, like a normal. A little so tougher with a little more force. A little bit like, eh, I was starting to see a pattern where it was like, no, I'm going to always make my seeds on soil. So back in the day I was doing that in Holland where it was kind of anti- productive because the only guy that I could get soil at that was good I had to drive fucking like 
20 miles for, even though, because every grow shop just had nothing but grow down. Cocoa, I mean, they were, right. And, and rocks. That was it. Rocks and grow down, no soil. They were just anti, you know, so, yeah. But, uh, so how many, so how many packs are you going to have available at the show? Um, I'm thinking between 60 to 100 packs. I'm going to bring about four or five different cultivars, and then I have um, some samples to go along with purchases. So Nice. And, uh, <clears throat> Joe, what's your uh, estimate? Of, what do you think? Or Lou? Sorry. Oh, uh, as far as uh, people? People. Yeah, what are you thinking? Oh, we're probably going to end up getting probably about like 400, 500 people. Um, nice. It's actually, nice. it, it's honestly like um, it, it keeps growing. Um, and uh, I actually have people coming up from Puerto Rico to grab some seeds and then fly back. And uh, I think two events ago, we actually had people drive down from Canada because they were looking to like uh, recruit some cultivators that were more on the medical side, that care more about the plants. Uh, versus more towards just automatic direct, so they can actually start sponsoring people for mass as far as for rec. So it's it's strange enough that you get people from all over the place. It's always pretty cool. Come kidnap a few growers and take them, chain them up in <laughs> up in Canada somewhere. <laughs> now you work for us. Yeah. So I got Bob on the line. Well, you guys? I I. I, I, I you got Bob? I got Bob on the line, yeah. and also the last uh, Skype name you gave me did not pull up anyone. So, Yeah, no, I know. Uh, they just hit me up saying that their thing's acting up. They're making a new one right now. I'll, okay. t- I'll send you to you the name. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds like a Mario story. Right. Last week, Mario was like making, he was making email. He was making a, this thing right as we were driving or something. So. Yeah, Bob, you on the line? Yo. How are you? Yo, yo. So Bob's going to be my man there at the show representing me. Much smaller beard, but uh, he'll have the good. So there'll be safe masks to select uh, stuff. He'll he can he can answer questions too. He's not he's not retarded, so it's good. So. <laughs> not at all. He's not retarded. He's not retarded. Fucking <laughs> retarded. Um. So, uh, uh, Bob. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. Getting people trying to call me at the same time. I'm like, decline. Can you hear Bob? No. Can you hear me now? Bob? I'm here. Hey. Uh, ah, there he is. is. All right, I got you. Uh, so Bob, yeah, I got the, go. I got, well, Bob, you know, Bob is, uh, my East Coast rep, so just wanted him to get up on here for a second, just so people know that if they're coming to your show, just look for Bob and look for my, look for, for my imaginary, but I, I think that's interesting is I'll be doing my show in St. Croix. What time does your show start? Uh, 12. What time does it finish? Five. What time does it finish? Oh, right. So then mine starts right at, well, no, way after yours. <laughs> like, so, uh, I was going to say I was doing some little crossover promotion at the same time, but no, I think it'll be. So, uh, you guys are, uh, is that a robot? 
My computer. <laughs> my computer took the time. I can hear the cookies in the background for you. You can hear them. I know, right? It's crazy. It's like, and then, uh, and then uh, earlier I had full-on music going, them going. I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Like, right at the beginning of the show. But uh, now it's just them, which is fine. Uh, so is this your first show ever, like uh, Exposure as far as, like, with, with breeding stuff? Not you, not you, Me? Eternal? Yeah. Yeah, um, this is my first, this is my third show at Gene Traders. I was at the prior, the two prior, um, but it's my first time, yeah, putting myself out and trying to just showcase my gear just to make it known and available. I knew that, um, when I first made my initial crossing, one of the things I was testing was, um, the Irene G cut that I had sourced from somebody and, um, CSI Humboldt. I had some seeds from his Irene cross with his Pakistani Citral Kush. And I knew I wanted to continue that line a little bit. So I worked um, looking through a couple packs of his F1s to create an F2. And then um, from there, I took some of those, ma- one of the selected males out of the bunch, and I pollinated it on a few um, of the females. And I just knew that I needed to just get it out. Even though it was just an initial F1 on an F1, I'm not really creating my own true line. Um, I just needed something to start the branding and start to put the attention out there. Yeah. I mean, and have you had other people grow your stuff out though? Like, yes. Uh, friends, or yep. or? friends and some other locals I've met on Instagram and social media. Right. And, uh, did, did you do those crosses? I mean, so those were intentional crosses or those were like, yeah, they were intentional. I had a purpose behind it. Yes. Some of them were just to keep the genetic preservation around, to try to mix it with something new and keep some sort of those genes alive um, while I was cycling out some of the females that I was using. Um, but knowing what I was crossing, I knew getting into it that it was it was someone else's cuts and some of the selections I've done just through looking through my, just from purchasing other breeders' packs and trying to preserve it with um, what I searched through out of CSI Humboldt's gear. So I meet, I was already coming into it knowing that I'm bringing something that I didn't fully create together. But initially, I was not. You have to kind of put it out there. Of course, and that's the thing is it's it gets weirder and weirder and like you're you're kind of the exact person I think of when I sometimes I'm like, damn, it must be tough to be like young trying to get into the game and trying to like figure your shit out because. At the same time, it's also easier than ever because you have social media, which we never had back in the day. So, like, right. Right. me having, like, the brick-and-mortar store in Amsterdam was kind of, like, the put me in a really weird place because I was like, well, I'm the only guy that you can get seeds from in the world, like, except for, like, the bigger stores that were out there, like Sensi. But I was the only guy that was, like, kind of like you with, <clears throat> with Gene Traders where I had friends who... Uh, you know, would come by. <clears throat> and uh, sell seeds. We do little, like, little party nights or whatever in, in, in Amsterdam and spread the seeds that we were making. But we were also, this is when it was, like, soccer mother and serious seeds didn't really exist yet. And they were all, but it was all the same people. And we, we all used to work for Sensi Seeds. And then we all started our own little thing. And then 
we didn't really have a store. I had a storefront, but at the same time, I'd just invite friends over, and then they would, you know, sell their seeds and kind of open openly or whatever. Um, and it's funny because at the end of the day, seeds are like they're they're considered like the the they're really they should be just what they are, a fucking grain, right? So they're 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 not the actual plant they're just the seed itself they're for preservation so right. you could just collect them they don't necessarily have to grow them of course we want them to grow them but theoretically you know they're just what they are a fucking grain um but at the same time they they have in the past been treated like the fucking most evil thing in the world because of the beginning of everything you know what i mean so like if you have a couple hundred pounds of seeds or a couple thousand pounds of seeds you can fucking do some damage you know what i mean all of a sudden you're like a mountainside you know what i mean and it's 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 now getting to that point where people are uh able to produce some serious numbers of potent fucking seeds both cbd and thc and yeah, again, like, the, not to be a downer, but the market's going to get worse and worse as far as, uh, like, people battling over price and getting stupid and stuff. I mean, do you uh, do you want to get take this to the next level, or do you want to stay super craft, or what's, what's your goal right now? My goal right now, um, I would like to see it go to another level. I would definitely like to see that happen. But knowing right now with everything going on and like you said, how there's so many breeders out there that you've never even heard of them. And just knowing that trying to keep it in a small craft and just try to keep it as original and in-house as possible without outsourcing or having their hands in the pot, um, I think definitely keeps me a little separated from the rest of the community in a way where people are looking to expand and get into with collaborations and all these other seed crossings and try to bring new lines to the, uh, to the masses. But at the same time, I feel like it does kind of get away from how it all started. Cool. 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 Um, what's, what, what's, uh, What's a way to get in touch with you anyway, like social media wise and stuff? Social media. I have a Twitter. Um, it's eternal cultivars is the handle. It's the same thing for Instagram. And then I also have um, a website as well that I have an email form. People could contact me that way as well. Cool. Cool. Um, not, not throwing you to the curb or nothing yet. I just wanted to throw that up there. So we don't <laughs> forget about it in a minute. Cause I, Shamal is going to call in a little while. So we'll see how long that he said about 15 more minutes. So that's cool. We got we got until he calls in. Um, so, so you, uh, what do you do on the side? What's your, what's your main, what's your main, because, uh, I mean, it's funny because back in the day, you know, we never really told anybody we grew weed, obviously, so we were always right. like, right. you know, we knew what people did, not the weed, and then the weed was on the side. Yes. Now it's like, do you do anything on the side of your weed? <laughs> are you do anything on the side of the weed? <laughs> yes. Um, work sometimes? Yeah, I, I work in the IT field, um, so I have a regular job doing that, and this is kind of my little side gig. Um, but I would definitely like to see it transition into being my main focus. I'd love to see that happen. But Rome wasn't yeah, built overnight. We were, 
so, so at work, were you like the total outsider guy who grew weed and everybody knew it? Or were you totally secret about it? Or what was, uh, your, what was your gig there? Yeah, it's still something that I bring into the workplace. I kind of keep my separate life away from what I bring at work. I go in, I do what I got to do and go home and yeah. try to keep it at that. But sure, sure. In the past couple of years, me starting to push out the it's brand. Not and, it's not workaholics over at your spot or anything? Like yeah, that. no, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because nowadays, like the the idea that careers. I mean, if I was young, I would obviously be gravitating towards the same thing that I gravitated towards when I was young, to begin with. But at the same time, I'd be in a totally different mindset, probably because you, you it's so ridiculous now. In a sense, it's like it's like the the people who win now, unfortunately, are the same douchebags who we hated when we were all back in the day, like the, the actual growers are far and few between. Like I'll go to a big, you know, there'll be like 300 people in a, in a crowd doing like a, you know, they want to open up a business and I'll ask who's actually touched a plant and like four people will raise their hand. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, like, wow. okay, so four people out of 200 actually touched a plant. And even know what the fuck they're even looking at. You know what I mean? The rest of them are probably in some places more than, I mean, if you're in Cali or something, of course it'd be different, but these would be like in the, in the fresh States, you know, they haven't quite got there yet. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Sometimes you'd be like, wow, some, because everybody's thinking they'll never have to touch a plant because they think it's just magic and they're going to, they're into marketing and magic money. And everybody, everybody's into like that idea of not actually having to do anything but making a lot of money you know i mean you're like okay uh, <laughs> and it's it's a hard market right i mean it's one of those things where it's like uh gotten to the point where to actually even be in in the market you have to be pretty resilient you know what i mean you have to actually realize that your shit's not really pay the bills on its own unless you're killing it you know what i mean like you have to really Work work twenty four seven on it almost. Yes, absolutely. So if you do quit your IT job, make sure you're ready to work. What's that? You got something? Uh, five, telling him a five E. The guy says the one, a five E one. The Justin Baker. Cool. I'll dial, I'll dial him up. All right. <laughs> All right. We got the new dial up. We got the new dial up. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're on the right path, which is good. I mean, the whole thing about growing cannabis i think right nowadays is staying realistic and being true and fucking stay authentic and just make sure whatever you work with is is uh recognized you know what i mean like if somebody's if you're taking somebody else's gear it's it's literally like again it's always like music you know i mean it's like stealing people's lyrics or stealing people's fucking shit you're like wait a minute that's my beat you know it's like we're almost at that phase now where everybody's you know used up everything you know what i mean so now we're sampling off of everybody's sampling off you have to there's no other way around it so now it's just like becoming friends with and or uh you know just reaching out to because it's easy enough nowadays you can just say hey what's up i love your fucking whatever and then you just get get them to say what you know no problem and you're good to go just because it's such an easy thing to do nobody does it and then they wait until after and then they get all bitchy and weird and stupid and all of a sudden you you, you ready for fights over your spot or what? How many breeders yeah, yeah. there? There's a lot of breeders. <laughs> there's gonna be some. It's gonna be some beef there, right? There's gonna oh, be absolutely. at least one or two guys that are 
<laughs> ready to throw down at your spot, right? Absolutely. Thank you, East Coast. Come on, there's got to be some mega beef, some mega beefs getting taken down there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Lou? Yes or no? Oh, man, it's already, um, you know, that little, like, uh, it's the East Coast, you know, uh, people. Of course, okay. that's what I'm saying. It's like, you get, there's got to be some some salty ones, some salty crew. <laughs> man, people are starting uh, to get pinched, man. Like, it's, you know, the East Coast is very, very quick to tell you exactly how they feel. Uh, they have no qualms, you know, they're not going to be nice to you and then talk behind your back, which I hear a lot of people do. It's just straight forward. Uh, some people from well, that's, that is that is that's a, a blessing and a curse, right? Because it's one of those. At least you know what everyone feels at all times, which is good. But I mean, it is grating. It, it's funny when you go back to home and you're like, "Damn, everybody's so like." It depends though. If it's in the summer, everyone's a little bit happy for a minute. But you get them <laughs> at the right day, and you're like, "Damn, everyone is pissy again." Like, holy shit, forgot about that. Colorado's pretty nice. Everyone's really <laughs> friendly. You know? Yeah, because every day is a Saturday in Colorado. <laughs> Feels that way. Uh-huh. We got it. We got secondary in. Yeah, we got him on the line now. What's up, guys? Uh, what's up, dude? What's going, man? Can hey, man. You guys, can you hear us all right? See us potentially. Uh, I can hear you. So we have to switch out or no? Can we only do three? Or we I no. We I think we should be able to do at least four, but I don't. I don't see any video from you guys. No. Well, there's not much to see. We're actually cool. driving somewhere through. Oh, they're Mario style. That Mario wor- carts. That works for me. Yeah. Yeah. On our, the on Mario carts. Council. Cool. It's okay. How's, how's everybody doing? Chill. Good. Good. So, okay. So, so explain who we got now. Because all I see is five B. So five B. Fresh Coast Seeds from out of Michigan and actually driving down from Michigan right now to come down to a toy the game be at the show. Ah. So yeah. we have some danger some danger radio going on. Danger danger podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're super stoked to be a part of this. Most definitely. What's what do you guys bring into the table here? What's what's your uh, what's your Michigan <clears throat> piece of uh, little flavor you're bringing down uh we're gonna be bringing our peanut butter breath line and uh we've got a few uh unreleased uh super secret web cost peanut butter that we're gonna be letting out too my boy uh tate from key to life he had a peanut butter breath pheno last year it was amazing we had it on the show and uh yeah, it was some definitely some some mouth heavy mouth ling. I remember it was like some real heavy mouth lingering shit. Like where it just was like, damn, that's some you know some some weed just does not want to go away. And it wasn't just because it was peanut butter. It was like literally just like that linger kind of shit. We were just like, oh, that's some dang. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was nice. Definitely, and it burned really good. I remember it was burned burned really well. It was just it was just all around good plant. All right, well, we're excited to meet all you guys. We definitely got some heaters to bring. So, so that peanut butter breath is that actually something that you were part of, or is it something that you're just you, you're, you're working with? Because 
Uh, you're obviously here in Colorado, I think. We're working with it. Uh, the guy who originally created the peanut butter breath is uh, another fellow Michigander. And uh, he gave us permission to go ahead and start working with it. And uh, you know, we're constantly, just this last year, been on a hunt for new males so we could start that whole process of keeping everything, you know, stuff that we did, uh, you know, so we can actually call it ours. So we've got some pretty interesting stuff right now. So that peanut butter breath is it um is it a like a nine like a classic nine weeker or is it longer or what's 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 its flower yeah, time? Yeah, like nine weeks is about proper on that. And it's uh, is it always purple? Because I remember it was quite purple. It was a purple one, right? Or yeah, most of them go black in about week four. Um, <laughs> okay, that's purple, right? Yeah, black, yeah. purple. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely dark. I remember it was a darker one. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. We um, we barely ever run across any green females. It's kind of rare. Huh. And uh, so it makes it pretty resistant if it's kind of like quick and purple. Like usually those quick purples tend to be like real. How does it work outdoors? I mean, what's its, what's its outdoor? Uh, uh, we've only grown it outdoor. We've only grown one plant outdoor. Um, it's a little tough where we're at. We live in like like way up in northern Michigan, so our growing season pretty much stops in, in October <laughs> at best. So, we're yeah, I mean, it would be one of those things that if it works for you up there, it'd be pretty awesome. And be one of those like ah, this thing would love it where it was actually like nice because <laughs> it's not very nice in Michigan, is it? Yeah, exactly. In the, at the totally. end. But yeah, other people so, have grown our stuff outside and had really good success with it. Okay. And this is uh, your first gene finders or, or gene traders, or have you been to one before? No, this would be our first one. Nice. Yeah, we've been trying to find a spot for you guys to come to in Michigan, but as Lou knows, it's not a little difficult. Yeah, for sure. Finding a decent venue to, you know to uh, have breeders too because you know since we're still on the east coast we still have like um, a lot of closet breeders that you know still are not fully out and they're still a little sketchy about you know coming out to events um but uh, uh slowly but surely everybody's you know feeling comfortable that you know we're providing a nice safe venue and that's probably our number one like thing to make sure that you know it's a nice clean safe venue because if we there are people that end up having uh clones any cuts we want to make sure it's like a very clean environment to make sure that, you know, nothing gets, uh, you know, um, infested or something like that. And we even, even give everybody, uh, what do you call it, for the cuts anyway, we even give everybody uh, quarantine bags the second you walk through the door. And all the vendors have quarantine bags. So you put them in there, you seal it up, and then, you know, take it out with you. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah, I was going to say that's, uh, that's, that's very cool, but it's also very scary. It's like, oh bunch of cuts in the play oh my god <laughs> i know i know you gotta walk around with a fucking microscope now and if i can hook it up to your ipad and just be like nope nope you know because gotta check that shit before yeah. you ever so leave i tell everybody i tell everybody coming through the door i don't care if you get it from your grandmother you quarantine 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 you never take any chance from anybody if you do take a cut yeah yeah, no, absolutely it's, not. Shit will ruin your whole setup. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, in a way, 
I mean, it's, it's almost like getting a tattoo at a tattoo convention, you know what I mean? You're kind of like taking chances <laughs> at that point. Like, that guy's probably not giving a shit while he's giving you that tattoo because he's like, where's the after party? You're like, you know, just fucking grinding away <laughs> on you. So, no, I, I don't know. Clones, I'd be a little... I, I would go with Seeds. Seeds seems to be a little bit more of a... But to each his own. I know, and that's the thing is people get real lazy. Um, so that peanut butter breath uh, is, is, are you using it a male or are you using a, you have your own male now or what's the yeah. deal? Yeah, we use the peanut butter breath male. Which unfortunately, we don't have it anymore, but that's all good. We're moving on to bigger, better things. Gotcha. And it, it was, uh, it was like, how many did you go through? You went through like was like a one in a hundred, one in a thousand. How many? How many peanut butter breaths made it into rotation? Yeah, I think I think we only dropped like forty or fifty of them. We got plant count issues in our state, so we have to pick away at it. it takes us a long time to do shit. Yeah. No, I know. That's kind of crippled a lot of people in the last few years is plant count. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, as a breeder, yeah. it's one of those. So we have, or, like, some, we have like multiple houses that we deal with so that we can, you know, get all the tasks that we need done. So we're really small and we're just trying to make really, really awesome high grade kind of sewer stuff. We're just being patient with it and we don't want to rush anything. So. Lots of testing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it literally makes everybody go through everything with a fine-tooth comb now. You know what I mean? It's like instead yeah. of mass killing, which which sometimes it's terrible because you'll go through – if you have too much stuff going on and you're actually doing good things, you, you really feel bad because you're just, you know, taking out potentially the one, but you can't have 20 of them if they're the back. You know what I mean? You have to pick out one of the 20 and, right. and you don't know if you did the right one. <laughs> you're like, shit, we should have kept the – first one i killed i probably should have kept that one yeah you oh. almost it gets rough you know i mean that's one of those things uh it never fails and it always happens <laughs> right how so how many generations did you or how long did you end up keeping that mail for just for like a couple of rounds or was it a was yeah it a, a couple of rounds and then unfortunately um i i gave it to one of my good friends of 14 years and we never got it back so that was the yeah. end of it. Those, those friends. So, but that's all right. Well, I mean, there's better things ahead of us, so no worries here. We're really excited about our gorilla butter. Nice. How, so, uh, you guys go to New England ever before, or is it kind of a new, new, uh, totally new adventure? Uh, these two guys have been out here. I've never been past Pennsylvania, so I'm pretty stoked. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went with uh, James to Boston, and uh, he had never been past, I think, like, around where you are in Michigan or whatever. And so he – it was quite funny because it was uh, – we went to this – we went to uh, uh, the Legal Fish Market or whatever the place is called. It's, like, you know, real famous. We go sit down, and when the waitress came and asked us for our order – he couldn't understand a word she said. He like looked at her like she was crazy, and then he like pointed at her, totally obscenely, and was like, "Oh my god, they really talk like that," you know. And I was like, "Okay, 
James, you're, 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 now you're embarrassing myself. You're embarrassing me now. You know, it was like, it was like kind of ridiculous, but it was funny because he couldn't even imagine that people really talked like they do in Boston, but that's how they do. That's how they do. <laughs> it's not the greatest time. It could be, could be good. It could be bad. How's the weather right now? Uh, uh, um, well, for, for I'm at, where I'm at, I'm next to New England. Rain. But it's that New England. Someone has their speaker up. Somebody. Yeah, if we can turn that down. Awesome. Turn your radio down. That works. Turn your <laughs> yeah, so... um, we uh, got four, four people on the, the, their thing. So. so where I was at, uh, where I'm at in, uh, in Connecticut, I'm next to the shore, so it's weird. We end up, rather than getting a lot of snow, we get like a little mix of, like, you know, snow and rain. More rain, it's been warmer, so everything's been melting, like down in Connecticut. So it's it's not bad. So you're basically like at the freezing point and wet. So just say it. Just say it. it's miserable, yeah. dude. It's fucking yeah. horrible. <laughs> well, Michigan guys will know that won't be just normal day. It's a normal day in Michigan. It's not freezing though. It's not like triple the thirty-seven. But it's been like a, some crazy, crazy weather up in Michigan recently, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We probably got like two feet of snow where we're at. About that. So at you're out of that. At least, at least you, for a moment, for a moment, you're out of that at least. Now you're just getting real wet and miserable. Wet, and miserable New England weather. Yeah, uh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna rain this weekend. We're gonna be good. It's actually. It was actually really nice today. It was like it's like 40, 40, 50 this week uh, today. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's something too so, that you know. Uh, um, uh, with the uh, the like with really like crappy weather that we got in New England, cultivating outdoors is so fucking hard because everything ends up, of course, finishing at like uh, you know in October, which like the major you know rain season ends up really coming in and the temperatures drop. So I just you know mildew every white you know powdery mildew like as far as you uh, can see. You got planting um, stuff that finishes like really early, like mid September, maybe late September, just so you can like cut it. And this be gone, you know. Like you don't have to worry about that issue afterwards. Yes, sir. And uh, four or five hundred people—that's quite a lot. You got a lot of uh, you got any kind of hotel action that people should be looking for if they're coming late to the party? Is there any like, is it all you know? Any have any special deals or any inside action? Nothing. No. No people. Uh, Come down as far as drive like six hours, grab their genetics and turn around and go back home. That's your that's your that's your suggestion. I want them to stay longer. I want them to stay longer, but I've been you know third year and and no matter what I do, they just they just want to come get their genetics, talk a little bit about you know some networking, some like that, and then go back home because you know everybody's got gardens, so everybody's always it's always in the back of somebody's mind. Like, all right, am I good with my garden? Everything cool? Blah blah. blah you know. Did I, did I, did I turn off the water when I left? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit! Uh, oh, yeah, we do. 
How many more hours you guys got to drive? Five. Five more. I think we're going to stop and grab some food here in a minute. But sounds sounds actually been good. It's a drive. Traffic's been legit. Weather's legit. Justin's just been steady killing it since 6.30 this morning. Oh, damn. Yep. I can't really do much. I just had my shoulder reconstructed, so I'm just, like, chilling in the back here. <laughs> Keep the joints rolled. You have to roll joints, basically. Oh, yeah. This white fire cheese cartridge is crushing it. <laughs> Keeping me comfy, for sure. I was in Michigan last week or the week before I stopped through medicine, man. That was interesting. It's nice to see the program going somewhere. Uh, down in Ann Arbor. Uh, bring you real quick. Um, nothing crazy. Some hard stuff. Overpriced, but, you know. Sorry, we didn't catch that last part. Uh, I, I was just through Michigan last week. I, I stopped through Medicine Man down in Ann Arbor. Um, I got some of uh, Midnight Roots' stuff uh, just because I was going through that way. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, we just put some stuff in a dispensary down in Ann Arbor. What was that place called? Green Planet. Green Planet. I'll be there again in a couple weeks. I'll stop by. I'll where see you go too. At where? I'll see you at, at Gene Traders as well. At the and, expo. And what's your what's so you guys you guys grow soil or hydro? Or what's what's your guys uh, style up there? Uh, super soil. Super soil, nice. Keeping it clean. And how babe. long do you guys uh, use your super soil for? A couple of years, or? <coughs> well, at this new place, we haven't been able to recycle it due to like space issues. So we're just constantly making it fresh every time. Gotcha. What's the other nice thing is that you get into places here, and it's like you, you know, once you're all properly registered and legal and stuff, you can actually invest. In the in those kind of projects where it's hard to do those kind of things when you you never know if you're going to be there for more than a year or right you know or and and so you're just getting your soil to the point where it starts to tip scales you know what I mean and actually become a little bit of a down more of a downhill ride instead of constantly yeah tweaking no. shit to make it right you know. Absolutely. At my old spot, I was able to recycle it. Yeah, I was about a year and a half deep, and I mean, it couldn't have gotten any more prime. Uh, it was way more consistent, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoy the soil aspect of it. My brother and I are working on a just a simple base mix um, called Six Coast Soil. We're pretty excited about that. Um, but yeah, man, all soil. How about you? Me personally, mostly, yeah, soil, 100% for uh, for seed production. You know, I'll I'll advise on all sorts of grows, and I won't tell people that they should switch entirely unless I really feel like there's guys who I've gotten them before they've actually invested all their money and I've managed to convince them not to and to work it, you know, a different path. But most of the time, it's like you know, I see people already taking that plunge. And it's kind of hard to say, like, yeah, I'd just rather have fucking giant beds here, dude, and just say, fuck all this shit right here. Right. Especially when it's, like, an indoor-outdoor situation, if you have, like, a greenhouse or any kind of access to the 
if your if your room is like exposed in any way, you're just better off doing beds because you're going to get invaded at some point. You know what I mean? You might as well create a a beneficial zone instead of a sterile. I don't really like giants. I mean, it, you kind of have to do it if you want to be GMP and you want to be all official and and you know 100% the way that the man wants you to grow. But if you're able to fucking 100% grow with toil, you know, that's just the way to do it. So it's tough because it's one of those, I know to cookie cutter grow, you really can't do it, you know, like that. It's just too hard to to give anybody a flat way to do no-till, you know what I mean? It's just there's too many ways to skin a cat there. So it's like, yeah. what's your local, what's your local uh, amendment, you know what I mean? Like, let's figure out what you got. Um, so it's very individual, you know?
Yeah. And equal has its own weirdness too, because now all of a sudden one guy wants to do what he thinks is right and fucks it all up. Because that's usually what happens in a three-way girl. Like, Who left this like this? You guys have any? Um, uh, you guys have any kind of like partnerships with anybody? Like you, you were saying, you were already in a dispensary out there. No, we don't own a dispensary. No, no, but you said you guys had some products that was in a dispensary now. In, in, in yeah, the, totally. Uh, we thought we'd try them out. Um, we were dealing with Humblebee. Um, but honestly, like, just between our patients and our people, we, we really have a hard time, like, keeping the shit in stock. So, like, if it does get to a dispensary, you know, they get lucky, I guess. Mm-hmm. It just goes so quick, man. Well, it's a good problem to have, I guess. Good problem. Yeah, totally. It's frustrating for us because we're always like, shit, man, <laughs> we need more buildings, you know? And then you yeah. get one and throw more, and then it's still not a- Like I said, we're really trying so, to um, focus so much from growing flowers to just 100% solely focused on, you know, making seeds and doing that whole thing. So, but like I said, we've only had seeds on the market for two years now. Nobody knew who we were, probably still don't. Um, so it'll, just a little bit more time, I think we'll be able to just completely switch over and just do breeding and focus on that. Sure. Well, I mean, it's it's you know it's important that you, uh, you kind of keep keep working on the same the same sort of material that you're used to, and then kind of like refining it better as you go along, and uh, yeah, just kind of. I think steady, st- slow and steady wins the race. So a lot of times, when it comes to a lot of products, whereas people, you know, when you see fifty-seven hybrids of the same you know, right out of the gate, and right. people just throwing just mad numbers at people, just trying to like cover every base, and out of those, and three of them are good. It's not, you know, it, to me, it's better to have like a couple good staples and and, and a, you know a few new things on the horizon, and keep it kind of fresh as you can. But yeah, we're, we're excited. Uh, we just uh, we did a little event at HTG Grow Store in Traverse City, Michigan, and this guy, one of my partners and I, we used to run the store there. And um, this guy had come in all the time. He was kind of pretty quiet guy, older gentleman. And um, anyways, we did this seed thing, and come to find out, this guy has like traveled all over the world, and uh, he is like. You know, greenhouse seeds got a lot of the original stock from this guy, and you know they were smuggling seeds into Amsterdam and all sorts of cool stuff. And um, so he just gave us access to that whole library. So we're really excited to we're going to go backwards. You know, everybody's pushing all this cookie stuff and whatnot, but I think we're going to take a few steps back to to really get the stability we're looking for. You hear, hear more noise than a little bit, guys. Koki? Yeah, yeah, because I switched mics because this one was running out of power, so you're going to hear more background noise, but it's okay. It's, 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 it's pleasant. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite sound right there. Right. Um, so how long are you guys going to stay down in New England for? Come again? How long are you guys going to stay down there for? You're just going to turn around and you're going to be like everybody else and just shotgun back, or are you going to actually just <laughs> hang out down there? Yeah, we leave Monday morning. 
So I think we're going to go check stuff out tomorrow, see what Connecticut has to offer and stuff, and show up yeah. Sunday to do our thing. And then Jet Monday, we got to get back to the garden. We got all sorts of stuff going on right now. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's uh, our curse as a as farmers is we can just you know to get oh, away yeah. for three days. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, and everything goes a little <laughs> little bit. You know what I mean? No matter what you do. Yeah, like if you didn't force yourself, you could literally work seven days a week, no problem. <laughs> yeah, always a problem. <clears throat> or even still trusting somebody else to make sure things do are done like exactly like you want them to, you know? Yeah, totally. Luckily we've got uh, our one employee that's pretty much, he's like our head trimmer guy. He takes care of all that stuff. Uh, um, he does a lot of like uh, <coughs> data sheets for us, recording stuff. And um, so that's really awesome, but he's really taken it under his wing and takes it really serious. And we trust him, you know? We get over the four or five day mark, though it gets a little sketchy, <laughs> and it's time to get back home. But yeah, no, I know, I know. It's like uh, my whole thing was if I left it with my mother, no problem. You know what I mean? That's my mom. Anybody else fucked me over. I was not hearing ninety of the time. You know what I mean? It didn't matter who it was because yeah, even even the people that you thought could handle it. The minute you're gone, things just go a bit out of your, uh, you know. I think the plants actually know it when you're not around, and they know you real well. So other people start rolling in, and Substitute. the vibe changes. Well, the vibe just changes, you know. Unless that person who comes in is super calm and relaxed and knows how to, you know, not have weird energy or whatever. But usually it's not. Usually it's somebody who thinks either, like, you know, they're, they're nervous because they don't want to fuck it up, and then they fuck it all up. <laughs> and you know what I mean, or uh, or it's there. You know, they think that all of a sudden you're not there. And they're gonna fucking run things, you know. So, um, well, it sounds like you guys are must be now four and a half hours out, right? So uh, I'll let you guys cruise, but keep on cruising. Uh, I'm gonna have my guy Shamal get on the air and. Uh, yeah, I think that might be the unknown person right there. Could be Shamal. So, uh, and or do we have another person that's calling in that you know? Was it the third? Oh, I don't know. Someone right, keeps I'll trying to call in, so. I'll jump off, awesome. holler at me afterwards. I got to go eat dinner. All right. Well, thanks for having us, guys. Right. I'll it. see you guys uh, <laughs> Sunday. Awesome. We'll um, see you there. Have a have all right, Bob. Have, have, nice to meet uh, all you guys. Social media quickly before you guys get off. Hello? Oh, I just right. you, you, know, you, know you know their social media, right? Yeah, yeah. They're uh, at Fresh Coast on Instagram. Um, they got, they, they got some, you know, they, they, they are pretty good with, uh, you know, updating their, their, um, their page and as far as keeping track on how things are, uh, are developing and, um, also, you know, sharing other people's experiences with, uh, you know, what people have, um, definitely, you know, check them out at, uh, on IG fresh coast out of Michigan. Right on. So, yeah. 
cool, cool. Um, yeah, we were getting an unknown person calling in, but I just couldn't, uh, because of the Skype update still, I couldn't uh, answer his call, so. Uh, uh, yeah, Skype, Skype, no, there's only way. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> at, yeah, at least to keep them two on the line. Um, so tell me a little about, um, so what time, so it starts at 12, goes to 5, 30 bucks at the door, what's the deal, uh, is it like, yeah, so um, there's something, too, that we've actually done from day one. Uh, a lot of people tend to concentrate, like, per state, uh, but we've never been like that from the very beginning. We're more of a regional type of event, so we tend to cover, like, you know, New England and East Coast. So uh, within Connecticut, it's only medical, but we're yeah. the goal yeah. currently got a few bills for legalization you know home grow the whole deal but people from massachusetts which are right next door in rhode island uh end up coming to get you know all their stuff and then head back it's only like an hour hour and a half so it's not even that you know that much of a, like a trip to come get some genetics and then go back home yeah get in get out i guess it's <laughs> Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh... Yeah, how, Turtle, how do, you, how, do you find, how do you find the event? How did I find it? Yeah, how do you find the event? This is going to be your third one. Um, a bit more experience from yeah, uh, a point of view. It's an enjoyable event, and especially being a new guy in the game and getting to network with different people and seeing how people are working and what they're focusing on and what they're looking for um, and an end result with their product. It's cool to see. Yeah, when they come back, when you buy, they buy something new and then they come back to you like, yo, this is what I did. Yes, exactly. Definitely dope to get that full circle, let them take my product and bring me something in return. It's definitely something cool yeah, and much appreciated to. Like now it's going to the next level where you give somebody seeds, you come back and they give you oil, you know, and you're like, oh shit, that's pretty pretty awesome because it actually even went further you know what i mean it's like you got it down to the to its essence basically and and you can really see at that point because that's the whole thing is making extracts of types kind of gives you a better over overview of everything where you're like oh, okay well this one produces this much of this and this one produces this much of that beyond what it did as a initial yield you know what i mean so like Sometimes you get stuff which yields, eh, you know, medium, but when you, but it dumps, you know what I mean? So all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, it's worth, every gram of this is worth two grams of that, in a sense, just because of the amount of resin that comes off of that one. Exactly. So um, when you're refining and you get down to that, you start to realize, like, okay, it, it's like it's like a poor man's way of doing a HPLC or something, you know, because... Yeah, that'll tell you all the numbers and, and it'll give you the bells and whistles and stuff. But, but when it comes down to like nuts and bolts, you just like if you're a if you're a hash maker, you're gonna be like, okay, this is gonna fucking give me twenty eight percent, you know what I mean? Which is like huge, and this other shit's gonna give me twelve, you know what I mean? So what's the fucking point of running that right there? So you know ahead of the game not to take in twenty eight garbage bags and bullshit because it's gonna fucking kill you, you know, break your back. And you're not going to make crap out of it because at the end of the day, that's what we're growing. We're just growing resin. You know what I mean? So at the exactly, yep, resin farmers. So. Yeah, 
and, and I figured that out a long time ago. I was living in Amsterdam. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not even growing fucking vegetables. I don't want to grow the vegetable part. I want to grow the resin. You know, so I was always like concentrating on higher resin plants just because that's the way to do less work. <laughs> you know I, mean? I was like, how to do less work? That's all that matters. You know what I mean? Like, you want your results to be as high as possible. You know? so, do you got? Do you, do you have? You, you make extracts yourself at all? Um, I've done some washes in the past. Um, I got a little rosin press that I recently finished putting together just to help clean up some material sitting around. Um, but yeah, I've always been a single source type of try to from start to finish, produce my own resin to see what the final outcome of that turns into. But extract is a whole different animal in itself. So I'll leave that up to the experts, but it is, it is fun and it is something I feel all farmers should know some extent, some degree of. Cause that, like you said, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're growing, we're growing resin. That's what we're growing for. So, sure, sure, cool. Well, um, I, same, did you get the thing I just sent you, MTI? With that number on it? Can that be a can that be a Skype number name? Is that a, can we do that? Uh, I will wait for it to come through, and I'll let you know. Okay, cool. Um, Finally get small on after weeks, weeks of trying. Um, well, that's cool. I think that's the way to do it, though, because if you're going to be a single guy, I mean, the thing is, you you could, you know, work with another person who's extraction, you know, focused or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you want to learn about your plants and stuff, it's better to be that guy anyway, because you learn so much there than you even wouldn't that you wouldn't do if you're just looking at how they look and how they smell and you're, you're just kind of on that tip that's good from uh from a visual point of view and bag appeal and all that but when it comes to like understanding the actual plant and stuff you learn so much more when you when you delve into it like that you know what i mean and even further when you're like, like when you're doing extractions nowadays you do have to test it, obviously, and things. If you get all of it, all, all of it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, even I, I think just making bubble hash is, like, important because people who make good bubble hash and, and they grow their own weed, they're super self-sufficient, you know what I mean? At that point, you can do it all. Stick you on a desert island somewhere. <laughs> all right. Chain you up. No. <laughs> Uh, but, if, but if you ever get, if you do, if you do ever get stuck somewhere, you're like, shit, I can do it all, you know what I mean? I think that's important, so... Absolutely. Cool. Um, well, let's. Uh, I'm trying to call him, but it says we don't have the Skype credit, but we have the number, so that's weird, right? Don't we have? We have Skype credit. You want to apply for Skype credit? Well, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, it says I can. I can add it here, so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. I'll send you the thing written. Booyah. We're doing we're making we're making things happen. Okay, so we have no Skype. We're we're not even credited in the Skype world. So, Adam, I've been wanting some. No, you know, like, what do you think about you yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's you know, the potentials here. There's quite a lot of patience for the amount of people on the island. I was quite impressed. Like it was, it was 
pretty strong, like 51,000 people right now, which is pretty decent for, for the size of the island, if you think about it. I mean, it's not that much worse uh, starting point. And I've seen some pretty amazing facilities that haven't actually got a single plant in them yet, which I was impressed with, but I haven't seen a plant in those ones. Seen some other places that were pretty old school, like felt like I was in the 90s, you know, I was like I walked into some Cuban, Cuban grow and, and <laughs> somewhere where you're just like, oh shit, how'd they get away with this? You know what I mean? So there's a little of that still going on here, I think, because, uh, but at the same time, we got like Super Lab next to, next to that, you know, so there's all scales and, uh, but potential wise, the hemp game is just, they just signed into the whole hemp uh, law here, so it's looking like that's going to be the next push, which is really cool to see because isn't enough that'll bring money to the right people you know what i mean like if there's farmer farmers who can actually make money on a crop because there's nothing else to grow i think i was very sad to see that there's not a lot of fresh produce here from here you know it's all imported and it's kind of like weird like there's spots you have to go really search high and low and of course on the side of the road you're going to find guys but you know what i mean like but when it comes to in the stores and stuff, you're like, everything says, you know, the USA, you know what I mean, mainland, you know what I mean? So it's like, damn. So and it's expensive. Little, yeah, it's not the cheapest. It's not, it's not what you think, you know what I mean? You're like, hey, it's going to be cheap. No, it's not at all. It's, it's a, no, it's, I think it's like average 35, 40% more than the mainland. And, um, yeah, like you said, you know, you got to go to like market, like uh, farmer marketplaces to actually get a little bit more of the, you know, um, uh, locally grown and stuff like that. Um, the chicken, the chicken is dope though. The chicken is actually the law says actually that they can only have it from. It's only from Puerto Rico. It can't. It's not imported from anywhere else. So it tastes delicious. I don't, I don't eat chicken. Oh, uh, you don't eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat chicken. I just see them, but they, I mean, they, they really fight chickens over here. Though. That's the crazy thing. You're like you see the stadiums and stuff. You're like, there's a, actual stadiums and like literally like, oh, that's it. Last time we went down there, last time we went down there, they were raising them behind that place. It was terrible. I was like, oh my God. Every morning was like 20 roosters pissed off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, last time we went down there, my, um, me and my, uh, it was me and my daughters and my wife, and uh, we passed by a farm, and they were like, why are those cows so skinny? And uh, my boy that was touring us, he was like, no, you're, the cows in America are fat because they steroid them. So those are regular-looking cows. It's like they're not Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. I feel like they have such a potential here, though, because they're such beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful place. It's one of them, you know, everywhere you go, you're just like, wow, this is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I would hope they get more... After the, after all the bullshit that happened last time, I'm hoping that now they're gonna say, "Fuck it," you know. I mean, we need to be more self-sustaining, so we're not waiting on people to do bullshit. You know? but, but overall, as far as the hemp and the cannabis and stuff, I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a place that you know. I think it's it's weird because now you get so used to seeing dispensaries everywhere that I'm, I mean, I'm so I feel much more comfortable anywhere I drive if I see dispensaries. I'm like, okay. I can be here, you know what I mean? <laughs> because I couldn't have been here if it was like talking about dispensing. You know, so. Oh yeah, uh, big change in culture, like almost overnight. 
it's only been what like a year and a half too, right, for their medical program. It hasn't been that long. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. But there's quite a few, and they've even capped it off this year. So, um, they, yeah, they need to cap off dispensaries. That was like insane, insane number of, of dispensaries, like a few hundred, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 now, uh, are you thinking more like, like hoop house, you know, greenhouse, or like just out in the open field? Because I know depending on which part of the island you're at, the way the wind hits, it might be more rainy, more wind drier. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, it, you have. I mean, you have to be. I think in the middle of the island somewhere you don't want to be I mean if you wanted to do it right because the edges are just too rough you know what I mean too windy too dry it doesn't make you know, wet in the middle I mean if you're high up in the middle there's some, there's some spots I mean it's definitely it's, it's an amazing place because there's lots of different climates everywhere so mm-hmm. you can see how it changes you know from, from one side to the other but uh, yeah there's I mean I think it's a good thing to revitalize the the, the local income, which is going to be good, and it, it's also interesting because you can bring if you have your card and you're from uh, and you're from uh, you know Massachusetts or from Colorado and you come here, it's reciprocal. So you can you can use your card here and the first day you go, which is that's good. You know what I mean? So that makes it so it's like okay, people can come, be comfortable. At least you know know that they're they're able to to acquire without having to be a problem. That's huge. Um, Adam, what we could do is have him. We can drop these guys. Have have him call. We'll mm-hmm. answer his call, and then I'll, I can try and add these guys back on. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I think we're gonna get. Sh- I mean, Shamal's a big jibber jabber, so don't worry about it. When he's on. Oh, okay. It's on. Okay. All right. I was just, I, I'm trying everything to get them on, but it won't let me add credits and all that, so. I'm trying, I'm trying to give you the thing, too. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> my phone, it's just, it's one of those things, trying to do my phone and talk at the same time. And right, 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 so, um, right. So, you guys, like I said, I'll be uh, keeping an eye on what goes on uh, at your show, and then I'll be doing my thing over in... Uh, uh, St. Croix, so same day, so it'll be a it'll be a, a, can, a full-on cannabis Sunday, which is, is great to see. Uh, everyone can hit get back to work on Mondays. Like it never even happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> Planning for this for months, and I'm like week of. It's been you know just details, stress, phone calls, emails, texts, messages, everything, and uh. uh Last week, I, no, not last the week and a half when that vortex, cold vortex came down, it burned something out of my phone, so I can't make or receive phone calls. Like two weeks before the event, and no phone calls that I can make like that. So I've been like trying to contact people and possibly call them through Facebook, like you know, just to kind of case. But it's all been just typing to try to get the information out for a lot of not people. Even, not even Mercury retrograde because that sounds exactly like that would be a. Classic Mercury retrograde situation where you're, all communications fucking cease. But I had that at every every time I did a show, my phone would get turned off on the day. You know, it would turn into a, it would turn into something where I'd just be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like the one day that I need it, like 
So you can buy those credits then? Yeah. Should should I get a plan or should I just get enough credits to call today? Uh, I mean, get a plan, I guess. Okay. Go crazy, my friend. You can turn my mic down if you want. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. I'm trying to do this, so. <laughs> I left mine on my uh, shop. It's dab time. No, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're, I'm glad though, that you're actually making moves over there because, uh, one thing they need is good genetics and good access and, in the near future, it'll be normal, but right now, you know, you're leading the fight, which is good, because uh, I did it for years, and it's one of those things where you're, you know what you're doing, and it's good, you're like, all right, this is a good thing, everyone's going to be super stoked, you're going to make people very happy, which is pretty much, I'm sure, what you're trying to do, and then at the end of the day, it'll be nice to see when you see certain strains, you know, that is there, just because that guy can't be one of your shows, I'm sure you've seen it already, but, you know goes on forever in a way because it'll be like 10 years from now you'll see stuff that'll just be like oh yeah that was from that show you know and something's worth hanging on to someone will hang on to it which is, you know that's I do love that I love those moments that you know when it, like you know it just comes back around to you you know like I, like I said I've, I've been doing events for like 18 years of all different types and then somebody <laughs> up with like an old t-shirt or like yo check this out you know and I was like, wow, I haven't seen that in so long. Like something too with like merch, like little promo merch. Sometimes you only make like one run of that and then you never, you end up giving it all out. You never see it again. And then all of a sudden somebody's wearing your shirt. Like, holy shit, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pumped that, you know, at least like with this event, um, East Coast and New England can actually get good genetics out there. Because that's ultimately what Gene should about. Just access to uh genetics you know a variety of to ask those questions from uh grown it out or bred themselves and give you a little some tips you know just a because everything's you know some people don't want to share their information or how they do this or how they do that and they hoarder all that stuff in you know and it in my opinion i think it's just i think that's just bad for the the community as far as the cultivators because the more you know, the more we all know, the more knowledge I, uh, as far as our own uh, uh, community library will go up and less mistakes will be and better medicine and better product will end up being grown if we actually share more. But, you know, it's this is, kind of, you know, a lot of times it ends up being competition for I got better shit. I got better seeds. I got better flour. I got better concentrates. You know, this, this, this and like that. But this one with gene traders ends up people just coming in just to network and talk and just express some people might get into arguments it's like you're a liar you can't cross with that one and blah 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 blah. so it gets that spirited you know debate between you know just breeding and just cultivating which is dope yeah no it's gonna be of course it's gonna be a fucking classic uh new england thing what's awesome uh it's wicked awesome i should say it's wicked awesome but I, I'm close enough to New York. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't have any of those. Uh, uh, you know, Boston mannerisms. <laughs> no, 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 it's great to. Uh, All right, we're calling him now. You yep. ready to roll? Yeah, we're, he's calling. We're calling him right now. Yeah, 
Yo. Yo. All right. Yo, there he is. There he is. Yeah, I, I don't know what the, like, Skype credit shit. I have no idea, man. Uh, I just bought $10 with Skype credit, and it still didn't work. <laughs> Damn. It still was costing us. And we just bought into, like, full Skype. <laughs> Your year-long plan is just to talk to you, actually. You're we like, fuck it, we'll just buy the whole plan. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't drink anymore. So I'm a cheap date. But uh, nice to hear okay, your well, voice. Okay. Well, what's going on? Said nice to hear your voice because last week we uh, expected you. Or Likewise, you. man. But yeah, okay. dude. I, you know, I'm sorry, man. I really wish I could have seen you in the Rico. Um, I I was like old last week i hurt my back i was super slow and just melancholy and at least the weather was great and now i just can't wait to be back and i should be back in puerto rico in the next couple weeks i was just here last week we were just going to hang out in the studio we couldn't do it because uh shamal actually was working hurting himself so way to go um yeah you know work working uh Working at, at a passion, it's a love project. You know, it's the the cool part to be a part of pre and post Puerto Rico down there with the regulations changing because of it. And it was uh, it's it's been an interesting thing. I've learned a lot. I really love it down there. Puerto Rico is an amazing place. Yeah, it is. So, Lou, you're so you're from here. Your family's from here, Lou. And uh. Together, um, I lived there for until I was, and then I ended up moving to uh, Brooklyn, New York, and hopped around. But yeah, I got tons of family down there. Right. Right. Where in what area? San Juan or? Uh, San, uh, you know, I got a lot of family in San Juan, in Fajardo, Luquillo. Luquillo have a, a good number amount of friends. That's a more touristy area. Uh, people yeah. down in Ponce and Maya West, the other side of the island and stuff. A little bit of in the middle, like Luisa, and like you know, uh, right in the middle of the island, which is a little difficult to get to sometimes. I like Louisa though, man. That's the spot, like that. Yeah, I like that spot. It's uh, yeah, it's a little out there, isn't it? Yeah, but it's worth it. You know, like our uh, our setups in San Juan and like staying in San Juan all the time is, you know, you need to be able to chill, and you can't always chill in San Juan. You know, at, at least me, I can't. You know, so I, I like to be out by a raw beach where there's not as many people. And come back and burn a blunt without anybody, you know, worrying about it. Oh, uh, that's Luquillo for sure. You did there. San Juan is too congested. It's too many. Just too much crap. It's in some a lot of parts of it. It starts getting a little expensive. Like you end up moving away from San Juan, and like it, the prices are about like a quarter what they would be in San Juan. It's a, and you end up still getting a great meal. Yeah, San Juan. Absolutely. And 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 unlike Adam, I'll eat the chicken. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, the chicken is good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some growth here. If we're, if we're worried about any sort of bacterial issue, I got some growth here, growth here for your chicken. It's all right. Nice. Yeah, did, you make some, did you make some deals out here? Chicken, chicken plants? Man, what? I, can't, I can barely hear you. Did you make some deals out here for some chicken plants or what? For your oh, yeah. Polo, polo, yeah, right. Poultry here. 
Shamal is uh, hey. the owner of Grove Cure. Tell us about Grove Cure a little bit because these guys are all growers, so they, they, they need to know. Yeah, yeah, definitely need to know. Um, you know, and I got Sean here with me, guys. He's the chief tech officer of Grove Cure. Um, so all the smart questions need to go to him. I'm just going to tell you kind of like a cultivator. As, a, as, you know, a cultivator that grew up in regulation, like the first bits of regulation, and watched regulation change and get harder and, and, you know, level three testing in California and really stringent testing for microbials and whatnot in Nevada. And we've been operating in Nevada for like the last three or four years. Um, you know, we have to get, we have to change. We have to change what we did earlier on in, in Colorado. And we needed to find products that didn't leave any sort of like residual effects because of these new scaled testing, um, you know, abilities and, and it worked out for us because we were introduced to our now competitor, um, you know, four or five years ago. And they had a product then that was, you know, satisfactory, according to what we all knew as chlorine dioxide. And, um, you know, ended up wanting something a little different, a little better and creating our own and working with the original patent holder of uh, the point of use delivery that we have so that you can have a controlled mechanism for, you know, putting chlorine dioxide in your environment in a safe and efficacious way that provides and promotes efficiency. Like if you're trying to sanitize and have a clean environment, like this is the product to use because it reduces your, you know, any strain on your back. And I can tell you since my back is, um, I guess I'm, I'm guessing too fat, I guess, but probably my back is gone because of that. But grocers, grocer helps anybody save their back. That's for sure. If I could add one thing to that for anybody who is, is going, wait, if you just say chlorine dioxide, I just want you to go, if that sounds scary, just remember that water is also known as dihydrogen monoxide, which sounds pretty scary as well. So it's a, a product that has the ability to really fill a lot of gas. Will you, will you, drink, it? Will you drink your product? Will you just drink it straight out of the bottle? Or... <laughs> What? <laughs> I said, well, you drink it, though. Well, you drink it. You said it was okay. It's sort hey, of we water. actually, so we do have we do have a water treatment level of like 0 0.08 part per million or something like that um, that they use to sanitize, like, water lines. So to, to kind of jump on with your, your chicken and sanitizing the chicken theme that's been going on here since the, the Puerto Rico thing came up, we're actually doing some pretty amazing studies with this product. So the, the same liquid that we use for hard surface sanitation and, and a number of other things within cultivation facilities, that same liquid at a much lower part per million is currently in phase three trials with Health Canada up in Saskatchewan in pig farms. So one of the things, there's 12 PhDs that are writing this up, and it's going to be really amazing when we can put this out. It's been a tremendous amount of work for the team. Um, but what they were, they've done is there are six hog barns, then there are three test barns and three regular barns, where in the three test barns, we are injecting a very low dose of this chlorine dioxide into the water as a water purifier. But some really amazing things have happened. We've been able to reduce antibiotic use by up to 90%. We've decreased time to market. We've decreased the mortality rate. So it's really amazing things, especially when you look at some recent studies that have come out showing the amount of antibiotics that are, are in the food that we eat. Um, so there's a lot of things that we're doing with this product. And not to mention, like, places like Flint, Michigan, all these other places that have, like, really horrible water supplies that we're drinking. Out of. So, you know, these, these tests have 
point. And, you know, if we start with a plant that's going to metabolize pretty much anything anyway, but there's no residual value from the product that we're using, you know, we're unencumbering your, your ability to, you know, create a clean environment. Another thing, too, is a lot of the things that uh, our, our current regimen is are really systemic in our environment. And this product gets in and gets out and disappears. Did you run out of credit? So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you are. You dropped out for a second, I think. Here we go. No, you did. you did, man. Who, me? Todd. Oh. I think so. I don't know. We thought you lost your credit. We thought we ran out of credit. You spent 10 bucks. That was it. 10 bucks. Just like a, like, we're like fucking call, we're like doing one of those call lines now. $10. You can talk to the Adam Dunn show for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars. I can't even fucking hear you. I miss, miss Cleo. You tell people's futures. About their gardens. <laughs> I said dollar a minute to talk to the Adam Dunn show on your new credit line. Hear that? No, I can't hear anything. You can't hear, hear me now? No, you're like very quiet on my phone. I can hear uh, the, uh, the, uh, the other gentleman. Everybody but me. All the, the most important guy. No, that's all right. You don't need to hear me. I'm you, you, are, you are a... Very important guy. No, I'm not gonna, no, 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 gonna say much. No. <laughs> I'd rather listen to you. I'd rather listen to you. You have much, much more to say. Dude, we just went on a tangent. We're smoking blunts. I'm in Vegas. I'm enjoying my time. I apologize. We're excited. That's some really <laughs> awesome news happening all day today. So, nice. you know, take it away, Adam. <laughs> take it away. No, I'm glad you could. Uh, give these guys a little lowdown on your product because, like you said, it's pretty much kind of going to be the standard as far as, you know, any large-scale grow, you're going to have to do some serious top-to-bottom cleaning on every sterilizing on every single run. So, totally. might as well uh, might as well totally. get it out there. Right? New, What's, uh, new standards New standards for clean are happening every day and it's just going to be more of a food you know, food standard product anyway and it should be you know even though our food standard regulators fail us all the time and you know there's huge outbreaks of like salmonella and all that stuff it's not cool sure but no it's better to better to be proactive in that in that realm because and it's amazing too once you see a place that's run efficiently and you actually see people dread you know people getting you know taking actual showers at the facility and changing up and going through, and then you start to see the difference between floppy, old-school run, you know, everyone's got, you know, just whatever, they're all wearing the shit they wore when they came in from outside, who knows, and the rooms look like shit, you know what I mean, and you wouldn't fucking even consider it now, and, and once you get past no, that, you never go back, and you just keep going forward. No, so. ab- ab- absolutely, and the age of automation creeps in, and we continually reduce the amount of culture that I will tell you is definitely required for the most chronic of the chronic to grow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you start to look at places like, start looking at all the profiles in the room and, 
the places that shit can collect and how you have to change things and you start to, you know, develop much sleeker, smarter designs, which makes sense, you know, that's where I think we're at that phase now where they kind of get boring because they start to look the same, but you can tell a successful grow design just by the fact that it follows, you know, the kind of, at least at the moment, the sort of, the the right ceiling height, the second right rolling table, everything clean and easy to access, and just the basics, because that's what you're trying to do is not have a, you know, you're not trying to grow around shit, you're trying to create So, so with, uh, you're in Vegas now, doing big things, yeah. obviously, because that's what you do. Uh, What's, so what's your uh, what's your next big move? What's what's the Shamal after growth here? What's what's your next thing you're talking about? Anything? What's all? Yeah, up? man. Well, you know, I kind of got uh, a little bit of an okay to talk about some stuff today um, in regards to like, uh, man, it's been crazy. Like for the last three months, I've been talking to the country, you know, like a, a province specifically in Argentina. I've been developing a game plan with, um, you know, a, a little company out of, out of, out of Vegas that's, uh, got some pretty interesting international connections and has pulled off an incredible deal that I've gotten to watch like blossom, you know, and as a skeptic, I've, you know, I've helped as much as, you know, I could afford to, to help. And the people are incredible to work with. They're great people. Um, you know, so I was like, all right, let's go. Go, this could be the next big thing and all of a sudden i see this definitive agreement between the province of Jujuy in argentina and a company called canava which is the argentinian company and glfi which is greenleaf farm international and um you know Grossmith's sitting there in, in the middle of this kind of helping with develop this seed protocol for importation and um you know phytosanitation abilities for seeds coming from one place to another and then cultivation plans for 36,400 total, you know, acres as phase one. It's, it's bonkers, dude. You know, like it's, it's a bonkers. It sounds crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, like we got our security clearance today. Um, <clears throat> for us to, you know, export some genetics that we know. And it's not a CBD only. It's not like a, a hemp project. It's a, it's a weed project, man. I think it's a go down there and get well-grown organic cannabis to the planet to satiate a hole in Argentinian economy because agriculture has been such a big part of their, their thing too. And, they can do it. It's inexpensive to create there, and the land is it's great. Like I was, it's I was very in, suitable. Is it is it difficult to get uh, clearance to actually send out? This is Lupino. It, is it difficult to actually hey, get genetics out uh, out of the country? I mean, uh, how's that process? I'm I'm definitely not at liberty to tell you that process at this moment, man. Okay. We've got to we've got to make sure that all these things happen in accordance to plan and then when i have more i will be able to tell you that i promise okay at least tell me the level of difficulty 
It's super difficult. It is definitely one of the most difficult things I've had to do. It's taken three months of different types of verifications and things that we've never done, or I personally have never done, or any of my buddies that are into um, breeding, the geneticist friends that I have that have ever had to do in the sense of testing to appease some of the um, regulators here and overseas. I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it was, it's, your, it's your classic catch-22 situation where you're like, wait a minute, you don't have that? No, I don't have that. Why? What do you mean? How do you get that? You know, you're like, oh. Yeah, be like, yeah, we've never done this before. Like, this hasn't happened before. What are we doing? You want this kind of report? No, man. Can't do it. Right. <laughs> No, it is, and it's one of those things where it, uh, it's it's frustrating, and, and at the end of the day, you're actually paving the way for the next guy, obviously, to roll in and bang it out. Like, oh. It's like the fight of sanitation. It was the first hurdle for everybody everywhere, I'm sure, you know, where you're like, huh. It's, it's incredible, and it's incredible. What a learning, you know, like in the decade of me shit, guessing really well, I guess. <laughs> you know? Oh, what's, what's commercial cannabis supposed to be? Boom, and it changes again. And it's, incre- it's incredible to be a part of it. You know, I, I don't claim to know anywhere near as much as I'm supposed to, but I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah, and and you get to see things in places, uh, you know, you get to see major changes happening and just kind of keep moving along. And I like those new, I always love new, fresh places just because of the vibe of people is so much better, obviously, than you get to jaded fucks in Cali and fucking Colorado. And say, like, fuck. Everybody's got a sob story, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Gene Trader so I can end up uh, to traveling to hold it in different places. Because, uh, it doesn't matter. Everybody, you know, needs that access to the variety. And I'm dying to go down to, you know, uh, South America and actually, like, you know, just attend some events or possibly even hold a gene traders down there just to have uh, – do, I think, two things. Either maybe bring in some uh, some genetics in there or just to really see what kind of genetics they are nat- naturally have down there. And maybe there's something down there that, you know, we've never seen. And there's one breeder that's got it down there. Of course, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those tough things. It's like, you know, back in the day, you'd always think you were doing a service by bringing better genetics to people every time. But at the same time, when you go to a place that has its own indigenous sort of things and actually has history, you know, in a way, you're just fucking it all up. You know what I mean? Like, if you go to some place that has shit, you know, fuck all, they can bring stuff that's like, hey, great, you brought some fire. Well, when you go to like a place that actually has stuff, and then you start bringing, you know, cookies crossed with, you know, Kandar fucking, you know, real places that actually have proper strains, you know, you're like, fuck, man, you just, you know, it doesn't take much. It's just like a very small drop, but it kind of resonates, you know. So I would do the latter. Go there and try to see what this, what you can find. You know, what I mean, that'd be the most interesting. Yeah, then I I know it doesn't really matter here in America. As far as like, we can bring stuff from anywhere. We have things from everywhere, but to like do it the other way around, I'd be caught. I'm always caught. I'm always cautious to telling people like, you know, be careful what you end up bringing down there. You just don't know. You might end up bringing a very 
wild weakness within a strain that you know can end up like you were saying out like can end up like just exploding like a drop you know well you know you can get the whole thing where i mean it, it, it's happened I mean, it happens everywhere where whatever grows better of course they're going to grow that right so they'll just stop growing what they were growing and there might be some strains that had something special about them you know what i mean obviously we all want to see improvements and, and but i've seen a lot of stuff where you take because usually what happens in those places in two or three generations, the shit gets, it gets, turns into wherever you need, like Africa, in a classic place. You let something go wild in Africa, there's just so much already local strains, and they'll just oversaturate it, and after like two or three generations, it's lost all of its original characteristics, and now it's like African fly, you know what I mean? It happens real quick. So, mm-hmm. so. In a way, you don't do that much damage because there's so much already happening. By a certain point, if you got people on, on the same, all on the same team, you know, it would be sad. But, so. <laughs> so, Mr. Shamal, Mr. Shamal, yeah, uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna see that in Puerto Rico maybe in a few weeks. Uh, you making moves in what are you Vegas doing? now, or what was your deal? So I'll be in Portland tomorrow. Huh? I'll be in Portland tomorrow. We've got, we've got a we've got a couple grows to do some infrastructural design on over the next couple of days there. Then flying back to Vegas on Monday to handle our uh, our facility here. Then uh, flying to LA on Wednesday to go chill with the global distribution group, Global Garden nice. Supply, for uh, Grow Cure. Sweet, sweet. Jet Set, Mr. Jet Set, Shamal himself. Uh, I'm not trying to, that's definitely man. not Jet Set, man. I'm just jet working. That's it. Yeah, you're just spirit, spirit, you're on spirit <laughs> everywhere from 35th. Aisle, aisle next to the toilet, 36E. Oh, man. Oh, the back. <laughs> uh, I just want to do this for a couple more years, man. Well, I mean, it, it is. I've been grinding. Like those, I've been grinding. I'm going to go get myself a little those, Hacienda Binca in Argentina and chill. Yeah. No, I know. Once Uncle Sam lets you uh, travel and you're allowed to go to all these places, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. It's not actually, actually, my friend. Actually, my friend, I could pull a James Bond if I, uh, you know, if I drive or help drive the GDP. It's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. And James Bond yeah. in and out. <laughs> That's a dream. That's a dream. I'm a dreamer. They come true, everybody. Yeah. Well, cool. Glad you could uh, check in with us. I think we're going to wrap up soon just because I got to. It, it's it's a, little, a little later here than it is. Yeah, <laughs> I got some sleep to do. So uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having you know, me. I have to put possibly more. I got, I got actual small K 
came in, came through. So, uh, but when we're when we're, when we're back here, we'll definitely do the uh, the Howard Burns show for you. We'll, we'll, we'll pull that together. I, I like love that. it. Love it. Good content. Love it. Yeah, man. Well, I, I look I look forward to being back in Puerto Rico. I'm trying to get down there myself. Yes, of course. For sure. This, I definitely get this is one of those places that this is one of those places that everybody you tell that you're here, they're just like already looking up on their phone when the next I'm gonna be down, I'm coming to they're like, whoa, whoa I never said you um, I'm working. Yeah, yeah. I want to go down the last uh, last time I went. Um, I was supposed to just kind of take two, three days for myself and relax and do nothing. And then my family coming down afterwards. And I ended up just working the whole time and like talking to everybody. Because, you know, since the industry is just starting out, it's like a lot of questions from a lot of different people. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, kinda, I mean, it's got a huge. They got nailed pretty hard. Like I went to a bunch of grows that were just like thriving up until the storm, and then they're just devastated and never got back on track. And then seeing brand new ones next to like brand new greenhouses next to old twisted up ones, and some serious uh, rebooting going on around here for sure. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to uh, wrap it up, guys. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, the G, this G Finders this Sunday, the 17th. Uh, how many tickets do you sell? Mostly? Well, you know, pretty good. You're getting close. Uh, Gene Trick, you know, like this business, everybody's more cash, you know, uh, oriented. So people just pay at the door. Oh, yeah. Waiting for big lines. Big lines. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right, well, I'll see you guys uh, uh, next week. I'll, I'll check in for sure and see how that went down. I'll keep my eyes out for, uh, for your guys' genetics for sure. Thanks, Shamal. <clears throat> thank you. Who's yeah, thank you. Shave your Yeah, thank you very much, man. Uh, yeah, man. We'll be, you know, you'll be able to find, you know, our, our coming events because we end up having about three or four a year. We'll follow it like every two to three months to follow kind of like a little bit of a grower cycle. And, uh, you know, um, you could always, you know, you find out the updated events at gene-traders.com or gene traders at IG or Facebook and all that stuff. Internal? Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate you having me on the show, Adam. Uh, check out my gear on um, Eternal Cultivars at Instagram and eternalcultivars.com. I'm working on a sourdough line that I'm going to be testing out here in a couple months and hopefully for the end of the year have a new release and some new cultivars on the market that people can start growing and find some heaters. Sounds good, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for contributing. I'll see uh, and keep your eyes out for Bob. He'll be representing St. Francis Select. You'll have some limited drops there of some stuff that I've been doing the last couple of years. So cool. I'll be there in spirit and floating. I'll be like, <laughs> for, sure. for sure, guys. Thanks for coming in. All right, bro. Thanks yeah. for having me, man. Safe trip, man. Safe travels. All right, man. Have a good night, everybody. Later. Good night.
All right. I think we're alone now. No, it's good. Um, uh, real quick in the chat room, someone is uh, doing Burmese Kush, and they want to hear some history on it. Okay, so the Burmese Kush is uh, it's interesting, too, because it came from my guy Mike, who was part of the Josh D's crew back in the day before he even knew they had a crew. You know what I mean? It was like the... Uh, and I've had Mike, he's, he's kind of like the fifth Beatle. He's my, he's my buddy who, you know, uh, was there in the beginning with the Kush line, was very protective of it, came over to Amsterdam when I got it, and was kind of, uh, you know, at first, really extremely protective, like, oh, you're not supposed to have it, most bullshit. But at the same time, anyway, we, we became friends. And he had started, uh, he, he did selection himself of the, the Burmese uh, that was used in the original cross, which he described as, I guess they say we were outdoors. It was uh, extremely stinky, slight purple, which in California is like mostly, it's usually a genetic thing. It's not cold induced, you know. Right. So, uh and I remember him describing it as like coming towards the house and it was the most smelly plant out of the batch, you know what I mean? And so that was used in the original cross and it was an original OG ogre, you know, it was like the original, it was the original OG cross, uh, female and then the Burmese male. He gave me a bunch of seeds. I did a selection of about 200, 220 or something like that. And, um, uh, I think it was around 2000 and, I'm trying to say, those years get weird, four maybe or something like that, or maybe a little earlier, 2003. Anyway, we uh, we entered it the year we did, um, we, had, we had a double deck of bus, <laughs> I remember that, <laughs> and uh, we had the Burmese that year, we entered it at the Superfly, and very lime green. It was like literally the, it's like Kush with the velvety vibe to it. It wasn't really, uh, it didn't punch you as hard in the front end. So it had like a weird, almost like a sour, sour diesel vibe when I looked at it because it's like very puffed up, puffed up buds, little rounded individual little nodules on it and bright, like, much brighter, you know. So it was a it's nice, and it had a, and it had a great structure. And we entered in the cup that year, didn't win, but that was the year I think that Danny Danko was like you know, all about it or whatever. But it's a, it was definitely one of those plants where it was not as cushy as you'd expect, um, it more like. Uh, Afghan, old school kind of Afghan kind of vibe where it burnt real slow and had a very lime green texture. Yeah, it's great. Burmese Kush, then I've seen some good phenos coming off of it that were like uh, described as red wine and kind of flavor, like a red wine hmm. to it. So a couple of interesting phenos and it's a good short plant too. It's really easy to grow. It's one of those, you know, it's kind of like the. It reminded me a little bit of the Super Sun from the. Uh, no, sorry, the Super Sun. The, uh, 
Sheena's coming from Cincy, kind of. Mm. But you know, most people don't know that. Anyway. that so that just, was like kind of that. Just to clarify, it, the original OG is in the Burmese. Yes, sir. Yeah, OG. It's definitely original. It's OG, over uh, times Burmese, and the Burmese was selected by my friend Mike originally, and then the seeds that I had, I had to inbreed those. He gave about two hundred and twenty seeds to Marvins, and we selected from that. And those were the regular seeds. Nice. In, uh, in, in red from there, but it was, yeah. Like I said, the, the fifth beetle, just think of it that way. <laughs> cool. Right on. Well, I'm sure that makes uh, uh, old Samuel happy more. there. A little more. A little more Thank you guys for listening and dealing with my floating head. <laughs> my floating head. What do I no idea what like, I haven't even pulled it up on the thing, so it's oh. gonna be funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will be I think I'm gonna still be over this side. I'm gonna sing for this Sunday, so if you uh, I will I'll do some recordings regardless. I'll, I'll uh, record the sessions, it should be interesting. Okay. Senator uh, Nelson uh, We'll be there, so it's going to be a pretty cool uh, event. Plus, there's a department of, it's, I guess it's the Agriculture Day officially of the, of the year, too. So it's kind of like uh, there's some piece in the paper already about it, so it's kind of interesting. I'm <laughs> like, oh, God, i gotta, I got to deliver. Coming in my shorts, looking all ratty, ready to... <laughs> Uh, That's so, funny. Should be fun though. Uh, yeah, see you guys. So who knows what the next show will be about? It'll be from there, back here, okay. the next spot. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but tune in. Thank you guys. Thank you to all the sponsors. Thank you MTI. Thanks KTI, Chat Gang, and. Uh, Obviously, my mom got on the farm, Kevin, holding down for her, and uh, a beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who, uh, yeah, he's, he, uh, every time I come back, he's, he's a, a little more on it, he's, 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 now he loves math, so it's amazing, I'm like, wow, I've been going a while, if he all of a sudden loves math, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's He's on the math tip now, so. That's good. Uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. See you guys uh, next week. Peace. Peace. Some call it sense media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it...